What's happening guys? Welcome back to the channel. This is going to be a quick picks and quick breakdowns on the three main event fights of UFC 275. Let's get into these matchups. All right, let's start with Joanna Janjacek versus Weili Zhang. That first fight was an absolute classic. One of the best MMA fights you will ever see. Hands down, super exciting, barn burner, back and forth, cool contrast of styles. Joanna Janjacek, of course, more of a volume striker, very technical. Zhang Weili, very powerful, explosive, skilled as well, make no mistake about it. But like I said, that was a great clash of styles. It's in Joanna's best interest to maintain distance in this rematch. Try to work Weili from the outside. Avoid those big explosive movements and strikes. Weili stronger, more physically powerful than Joanna. So grappling and clinch situations might not be good for Joanna Janjacek. Weili has to get inside, land power shots. She's not going to out volume Joanna Janjacek. And it's the opposite strategy for her. She has to close the distance again. I think Joanna Janjacek has better cardio and conditioning. So Whaley has to pick her shots carefully, no wasted movements. Because she expends a lot of energy in her style anyway. Very explosive individual. If Whaley closes the distance, does enough damage on Joanna, makes Joanna engage in grappling, I can see her winning this rematch. Joanna has to stay on the outside, use her jab, circle in the center of the cage, not let her back get against that cage. Because that's where Whaley can get a hold of her, clinch up, body lock, and you're going to see a difference in the strength. Joanna's been out a while. I think she can take this rematch. I could see Joanna Yanjaychik winning a decision against Whaley Zhang. If she fights smart, distance management, fight from the outside, utilize that great jab, pick Whaley apart, frustrate her, make her explode and miss, capitalize on that. Avoid clinching and grappling, letting Whaley get a hold of her. That's a route to victory for me, for Joanna Janjacek. Whaley once again, close that distance. Make those shots count. Don't expend unnecessary energy. Meaning if you throw something, have it land. Have it do damage. Whaley has an awesome spinning back kick. I think she can really hurt Joanna Janjacek to the body with those. But again, that's an explosive movement that wastes a lot of energy. So techniques like that, you have to use them sparingly. When you see the opening, when you think you can land it, take it. I think Whaley would dominate in the clinch in any grappling scenarios. So she has to cut Joanna off, get her against that cage, take down off the cage, body lock, pick her up, throw her down, maybe a trip. But if the fight hits the mat and Whaley's on top, she's going to do work on Joanna. This one's a tough fight to call. They're evenly matched in many ways, contrasting styles. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Joanna Janjacek wins the rematch. Let's see what happens. All right, moving on. Valentina Shevchenko versus Talia Santos. I mean, how could you not favor Valentina Shevchenko? She might be the most complete mixed martial artist in modern day MMA right now. Regardless of gender, she can literally do it all. She strikes phenomenally, great grappling, has takedowns, physical specimen, always in shape, submission game, defensively she's good, standing and on the ground. Shevchenko's a complete fighter. That's why she's where she's at right now and so highly revered.
Talia Santos, striking background, Muay Thai to be exact, strong girl, powerful, dangerous. She does have a grappling skill. She could win this fight. There's no such thing as zero chance. I favor Shevchenko 70-30 in this matchup. I just think Shevchenko has too much to offer all around with her complete game. If she's losing in a specific area, she can default to another facet of MMA where she's pretty much equally competent. So if for some reason she's losing a striking battle or gets clipped, she has takedowns, she has a ground game. The pace she puts on people is also a weapon. Not many can hang with Shevchenko's volume and her pace. I think Shevchenko's going to do as she does. She's going to mix it up superbly. She's going to be like a buzzsaw in that cage. Do work on the feet, volume, speed, combinations. Defensively, avoid the big shots from Talia. I'm not sure if Valentina's going to go for a takedown right away. I expect that in the later rounds if it makes it that far. Because Talia is very strong, you want to wear a person like that out first. Because even though there may be a gap in skill as far as grappling, sometimes size and strength bridges that gap. And why struggle with somebody trying to take them down who's super strong when you can soften them up a little bit, pick them apart, then maybe from the second and third round on, you can mix in those takedowns. I'm not sure if Shevchenko's going to finish Talia Santos, but I'm going to say Valentina via decision, picking Shevchenko to win. All right, main event. Jiri Prohaska versus Glover Teixeira. Man, I have to admit, I've counted out Glover several times. And he has pleasantly surprised me because I'm a fan of Glover Teixeira. I think the man is an inspiration. He is, without a doubt, the Brazilian Rocky defying the odds. I know he's 43 years old right now. But 43 of today is not 43 of like 1950. With the new training methods, the science out there hard work and discipline. You could stay very competitive in your late 30s, even into your early 40s. Look at Glover. Age is a number, right? With that being said, I do favor Jerry Prohaska, but I think it's going to be a competitive fight. Glover should not be counted out. Jerry, super dangerous on the feet. His knockout ratio is insane. Very aggressive, very creative on the feet, unpredictable, wild man. It works for him but he also gets hit a lot. Glover has a different style striking. Glover is very technical, textbook, does everything correctly, no wasted movements, no unpredictable movements. Glover's stand-up style is boxing-centric. Jabs, crosses, hooks, uppercuts, even defensively, very boxing-based. It works for him. He's super tough and durable. Even if Glover gets rocked, he's not out of the fight. His recovery is excellent. He hits like a truck as well. So in one of those kooky, wild exchanges with Jiri, he may get cracked with something. And if Jiri gets hit, he gets dazed. There may be an opening for a Glover to share a takedown. He has very good takedowns. Once he gets that body lock on you, more than likely he's going to work you over and you're going to hit that mat. And we all know Glover's top game is just crushing. Mimics his stand-up style. Technical. Nothing flashy, moves in steps, everything by the book. I don't necessarily think that Jerry's going to be able to get up off the mat if Glover gets him down. Glover may beat on him till Jerry turns over, giving up his neck, Renick a choke win. It's possible. That's a possible scenario. 
I'm leaning a little bit more towards Jury being too quick and explosive, even with his stand-up defensive holes, catching Glover with something big, and I think a finish is very possible via strikes. If it passes the second round, Glover's chances of winning increase exponentially. That's kind of his thing. He survives, he endures, he comes back in the later rounds, wears you out and wins. Glover's got to close the distance. Don't give Jiri space to work or move. Smother him. Try to get him against that cage. Against the cage is where Glover could get those takedowns and not an open space. He can also dirty box, do work in the clinch, uppercuts, hooks. That's going to suit Glover well. But giving Jiri room to work, to be creative, to explode, to attack at odd angles, that's not going to be good for Glover. Jiri's in a circle, use good footwork. Maintain some distance from Glover to Shara until he sees him vulnerable, hurt, then a move in for the kill. That's what I'm expecting. Early on, Jerry may be difficult to take down as well. He's young, he's strong, he's an explosive dude. But once you start slowing down, you get tired as the fight goes on, it's a lot easier to be taken down. Glover knows this. Final pick for this fight, and it's a tough one for me, it can go either way. I hate to do this to Glover. But I'm leaning towards Jiri Prohaska. And I don't think it'll be a decision. I think it'll be a finish via strikes. To put a ratio on it, I'm going to say Jiri Prohaska 55 45. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up this short video. You let me know in the comment section who takes these fights. Would love to read your thoughts. Thanks for watching the video. If you enjoyed it, first time at the channel, hit that subscribe button, like, and share. That's important. Helps support the channel. Appreciate that. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. Later, guys, and enjoy the fights.